This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. You're listening to The Paranormal Pursuit, hosted by Bobsy from 99.7 The Mix and Larry Wilson from the Urban Paranormal Investigation. You're not alone. We're not alone. The Paranormal Pursuit will keep you company. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We are, again, bringing you, in my opinion, the best paranormal podcast in the world! (laughs) We are on season two. This is episode number one. And we are focusing on Larry's trips with the radio station people. <laughs> then we're not going to do these in any particular order either, Larry. I think we're just going to have fun with this season. And uh, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you going on these trips. And, um, you know, we've talked about it in season one a little bit. If you missed out on that, how you and I met and when we started, be- you know, to begin our relationship and our friendship and, right, yeah. and uh, how we started going on these things and how over the years we've brought other people into the mix. Uh, whoa. If, <laughs> whoa. I didn't mean that one, but it happened. Um, so season two is going to be all about that. Season two is going to be about all of our trips that we've done together uh, with the with with the radio station people. Because I don't even want to I don't even want to say the morning show because you've you've gone with some other people like who have not been part of the morning show before, like right. Jammer, yep. and uh, Lindsey Hess, yep, absolutely, and uh, have met people through the radio station that you've uh, gone on investigations with. But um, see, for me, that's so that's some of the best proof that this stuff's real is having other people come along and then they too experience it. Right, right. Um, the funnest part though, let's be honest, is when we take our, our interns along <laughs> on these trips and, uh, sometimes they're, they're ready. Sometimes they're excited about it, but then other times I've had to force some of these interns to go like, um, trigger. Yeah. Uh, when we went to Granite City, she did <laughs> not want to go on that trip. I don't know if you guys know Amanda Mandenville from, from SHG, uh, she graduated a while back and, and now it works for SHG, but she did not want to go. Um, but most of the times they kind of do like, right. Like Lauren here, who, who used to be intern Elbaum, uh, her and, and, uh, Slugger when they were interns, you know, people have listened to the radio station so much. They know that we do this and they're like, when do we get to go on one of those ghost hunts? When do we get to go? When do we get to go? And I think the thing with that is. I don't think they expect anything to happen. Right, right, right. <laughs> she sh- chime in whenever you want, Lauren. Because by the way, Lauren's here. Say hi. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, she's our first guest on the show. So I mean, yeah. Did, did you? Do you? Can you relate to that? I think I was so excited because I thought I was going to be immune and I wasn't going to have like a very good experience. Like nobody was going to mess with me. But that was the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and we can honestly say that uh, every time we've taken an intern, actually every investigation you've gone on, either something has happened. Or we've recorded things. Yeah, yeah. I would say up until Dr. Uggs. You know, Dr. Uggs, I mean, well. We still recorded. We still did record stuff. You're right. And there was something we couldn't explain down in the uh, kitchen area. But anyway. Well, and one of the recordings today, well, no, never mind. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. But um, in the future, we'll have probably do an episode on Dr. Uggs. And there's some really good EVPs right, in that place. Right, right. So um, today, again, season two, episode one, this, it's, it's the, this whole season, I'm, we're just going to kind of title it, you know, Radio Station uh, investigations, you know, uh, 99.7 the, the Mix Radio Investigations with Larry Wilson. And, and again, no particular order. Because um, I feel like when we talk about one location, we might say, well, let's do that one for next week. I feel yeah. like we might, I feel like we might change up our, 
our it, episodes this season. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't really matter because each story is really right. is a story in and of itself, right. you know? So today we're going to do Malvern Manor, okay? And um, Malvern Manor is located where? Uh, it's located in southwest Iowa. Uh, the, the address is actually 103 East 3rd Street, Malvern, Iowa. Uh, for us, it was about a six-hour, I think a little over 400-mile trip there. Did it seem like a long road trip for you? Yeah, because you were snoring. Why well, was not <laughs> snoring while we were going there? No, on the way home. Well, on the way home, that's a different yeah. story, man. I mean, Larry was snoring too. Let's be honest. <laughs> and I was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it was it was myself. It was Larry Wilson. It was uh, Lauren here, and then Katie, um, who I you know we'd like to have her here, but she's just so busy with softball and school right now. It's just hard to have her with us. But uh, Lauren is probably probably. The, the star of this investigation. I Absolutely, mean, you know, yeah. it was pretty crazy what happened to her, and, and I'm glad she's able to be here and talk about this stuff. So go ahead and continue our, our trip. It was a six-hour drive up to Malvern. It was a fun road yep. trip. It was. It was a good trip. And uh, But the, the the building itself, it's actually, it looks like a, a, a big house that's been uh, that's been built onto several times. It's it's kind of, a I would say, maybe a little bit run down, but, you know, with age. But uh, the history, basically, of the of the manor is it was built uh, in the 1870s, and it was first operated as a cottage hotel and uh, under different owners until you know just various owners until 1959, when it was renamed the Nishna and it's N I S H N A Cottage and became a nursing home. Um, sometime after 1976, it became a residential care facility for people who suffered from multiple personality disorders, schizophrenia, alcoholism, other types of substance abuse. And uh, the owner of the property told us they even had some, you know, I would call maybe a little bit criminally insane in there too at times. But the facility closed in 2005, and I think it's been empty ever since. And uh, um, the alleged uh, you know, varied array of disorders um, kind of led to what, uh, I'm going to say allegedly, was maybe a little bit of mistreatment of patients or lack of care of some of the patients. And some believe that that's kind of the reason for the haunting that goes on there today. Wasn't there a murder there, though, and someone got beat? Remember? It was like blood on the wall yeah, up on the upstairs area. He talked area. about that. But, you know, and again, uh, we don't have access to local records there or anything. But online and stuff, I've done some research and didn't find anything about that. Okay. But the Kurds seem to believe that that did happen. Okay. You know, the owner of the property. Don't you remember a story about that? About how, like, so there was like a murder in one of the rooms, one of the hallways. Yeah, I think and they, so. And they, they talked about like the blood, like this used to be the blood on the wall. And I, and I was just like, well, I don't know about yeah. that. So, yeah. All but, right. So we got a tour when yeah. we got there. And, but, and, and, you know, when we got there, it's just a big, big building. You know, it didn't look that creepy. Did you feel like it looked that creepy when we pulled up to it? Mm, inconspicuous, but at the same time, the vibes were not there. They, it was off. It was a little off. Really? Yeah. I See, I didn't so. think it was that creepy. You know, maybe it's because that was her first one. Maybe, you know, we've been to other places where you pull up. Like and Randolph County, I'm just like, oh. Right. Yeah, that place this, looks like it's on. Yeah, like I, Sally House, uh, Velisca, <laughs> uh. Yeah. But this place pulled up and I was like, eh, it's just like an old building. Well, interesting enough, you just mentioned Velisca. Villisca's only 38 miles down the road from this place. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And the train tracks being next to these places, too. Yeah. That's what I think you brought up one time, that when these old buildings and old establishments or homes used to be so close to these train tracks, you never know who would come through town, who would be, I mean, what kind of mischief or yeah. murder would happen in any of these places. You, you never you just would never know. There would be no record of that. Right. 
So we got we got there. Um, we walked around, I think, a little bit on the outside. I think we got there early, didn't we? Because we, didn't we go eat somewhere? Yeah, and that's kind of interesting too, which we'll get to a story, you know, as oh, yeah. we get into the uh, get into the uh, show uh, about what happened over dinner there. Yeah, uh, but uh, um, when we got there, Kurt sort of gave us kind of a little rundown of of some of the characters that, that they believe are maybe haunt the building. So I'm going to go through just a yep. real quick list to kind of get the listeners kind of an introduction to who may be haunting this place. But there was a there was a little girl that Kurt told us about named Inez Gibson, um, and in the mid 1900s, um, the manor was a personal residence of the T.D. Gibson family, and Gibson and his wife were not the biological parents of their children, uh, but they were the kind of the the um, I guess you would call it. Um, Substitute parents for foster parents. Well, they were, they, I don't know if they were legally foster parents okay. or not, but, uh, Gibson's, uh, brother and wife, uh, lost the children because they supposedly were mistreating the kids. Uh, but the youngest child was a, a little girl named Inez and she was basically emotionally affected by the separation from her parents. And as the story goes, one day Inez and her brother Otto, um, I guess they were going to play, but Inez says she was going to go outside, you know, herself and then kind of Otto kind of lost track of her. And later uh, he went looking for her and went into her bedroom. And the story is that he he saw her hanging in the closet from a rope, but he saw her reflection in the mirror, you know, of course. And and it was ruled a suicide. Some said it was accidental, but uh, the coroner actually ruled it a suicide. And they believe that it really didn't have anything to do with, you know, being, you know, separated from her real parents, but it had more to do with she was struggling in school a little bit, and uh, she was upset over that, and they think that's why she did it, but no one really knows for sure. And then Kurt told us a story about a woman in Room 7 uh, who's known to stand in front of the mirror, and what happened was, uh, I guess the lady was, you know, well-adjusted lady, uh, married, and just out of the blue one day, um, she started, like, thinking that her husband didn't love her, and thinking that she wasn't beautiful, and and all of a sudden she would be, he would find her standing in front of her mirror, just yanking her hair out, you know, pulling her hair out, and it got so bad that the husband had to commit her to the manor here. And uh, so we'll go and get into some stories about her a little bit later. Um, he also then mentioned um, Hank's room, and we don't know a lot about Hank other than he was a real patient there, and he didn't like women and was known to attack the nurses when they would come in, physically attacked them and accost them. So there's a, a couple good stories there we'll tell. About. You remember Hank's room, don't you? I can never forget. Yeah, okay. big time. Yeah, and, and that's when uh, when Kurt told you something before we went into Hank, Hank's room or went upstairs, basically. Yeah, there's video of it, yeah. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I wasn't quite sure, you know, that he was embellishing some of the stories or not. But then after he told you something, took you to the side and told you a story, uh, about what would happen when we went into a particular room. They always pick me out to tell me this stuff because they like he's the biggest skeptic. This yeah. guy right they they know that I'm the one that's like I don't believe any of this yeah. stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that yeah, he did. But when when we found out what he said would come true, <laughs> did come true, then that made a believer Blew out of me. His stories were probably yeah. true. Um the 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 main character I would say of this place as far as who's haunting the building there was a patient named Grace, and Grace uh, was a patient who lived in the manor much most of her life probably. Um, she not only suffered from schizophrenia, but was afflicted, uh, affected by multiple personality disorders. And Kurt told us that it was believed she had 56 um, different personalities. And one of the stories that Kurt told us was how um, staff would hear, and men weren't allowed in the women's rooms, but staff would hear a man in Grace's room and they would go check it out. 
And it would be Grace changing her voice, talking, you know, as if she was the man, you know. So, but we 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 caught a couple of EVPs that we're going to play today, and it sounds like someone disguising their voice, yeah. basically. And that other thing too about that room when we did the 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 pre walkthrough, okay, um, I didn't have anything happen in Hank's room. The girls did, yeah. But Grace's room was the only place. Remember that I kind of it, it just did, that had a different vibe. Grace's room. And Lauren had a whole, a lot of stuff happen to her yep. in Grace's room, not just emotionally, but physically. Right. You know, and, and that's one of the rooms, too, that happened to be, remember, um, the AC was on in that place. Remember, and it got so hot in that room, man. There were, was, there were particular rooms where we actually turned the air on, like the kitchen area. Right. It was cool. And um, and Grace's room was actually fairly cool. Yeah. You know, but uh, we'll get into that story, yeah, too. Crazy. And it, it was It was just crazy. And the last uh, last thing I wanted to talk about before we get into our stories is that uh, Kurt uh, took us to what well, was in Inez's room, and that's when he first told us about uh, what he called the possessed doll. Mm-hmm. But I guess on one investigation, there was a group uh, investigating the the manor, and um, there was a a doll in Inez's room. And the story is they had a tape recorder in Inez's room, but uh, but anyhow, when they were in the room. Uh, I guess they left for a few minutes, came back, you know, later. But the doll supposedly had moved. And when they went through their audio, they had recorded a voice that they uh, they took it as being the doll. And the EVP was, which, of course, we don't have. It wasn't ours, uh, said, uh, I am one. Mm-hmm. And so they called her one or number one, you know. So, uh, but we had Remember a- the doll? Mm. Yep. No. <laughs> you and, don't remember the doll? No, I don't want to. Remember. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, none of us mess with the doll except for Dingus over here. Larry Wilson <laughs> well, we'll, sure touched. We'll get it. into that story too yeah. as we talk about Kurt's actual tour here. So, all right, but so those let's, are the main characters. So let's get into Malvern Manor. And how do you want to do this, Larry? Because we've got one, two, three. We got four different EVPs, yep. and I know there's a story that we've got video of. We're going to be posting video of Lauren. That happened to her too, so we want to make sure we hit on. I mean, there and we've got the, a couple photos too. That was a very, very active night. I mean, it, it it was one of those ones that I would put up there again with you know Granite City, Ferrar, right? You know, there was just stuff going on during the investigation. There's certain places that if you wanted to go and, and and more or less make sure you recorded something, yeah, I would say that would be one of the places for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the real deal. But when we got there, uh, let's. Let's start what happened on the way there. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. You always want me to tell stories, you know, to, to interns because they, yeah. they haven't heard a lot of the well, stories. Well, it's a long trip, and you're great at telling stories. It, well, Podcasts are supposed to be 30 minutes. They end up being an hour long when they start talking. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to leave things out, you know. But on the, on the way there, um, I was telling a few stories, and one of the stories I told about was about some of the things that happened to me after I did an investigation at the Velisca Axe Murder House. And one of the things I mentioned on the, the trip uh, to Malvern was how— uh, during that particular investigation, when I came home, I was hearing my name, my name call, but it would be whispers in my ear. So we get to Malvern. We got there about an hour before we were supposed to meet Kurt. So we decided to go and, and, and you know have some have some supper. So we went to one of the local establishments there, and we sat down at the table. Um, Kate basically said, "Oh, Lauren, did you tell Larry uh, what happened to you?" And I said, "Well, did something happen?" And then I think I'll let Lauren tell the story, but uh, but. Uh, it was kind of surprised me in, in, in a way. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, what happened? Like, I, cause I, was, I wasn't dozing, was I? You were sleeping. Was I really? Yeah, on the way there, you did take a little nap. Okay. But yeah, I was like, what happened, Lauren? No, I mean, I can't blame you because I, I took a nap and that's where the story comes in. I was sleeping and Larry had just told us the story how 
last time he visited this place, he had people whispering in his ear. And I remember I was just, I was dozing off a little bit in the car and I kept hearing my name whispered. I mean, it was my dream and maybe I was just fathoming things, but I woke up and I was like, Larry, somebody is whispering my name. Like somebody kept saying, Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. Craziest thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. Whatever, it's because you were sleeping, dozing in and out. That's all it was. So that was kind of our first inkling, which we didn't really pick up on that at the time, but it was almost like the whole night, little everything that happened pretty much happened to Lauren. It did. It, it all surrounded you, Lauren. And you had, you had never gone on any ghost investigations. No, never. Um, had you ever like wanted to do it? I mean, have you ever thought about it or heard about it before? Well, so my mom always told me stories that my grandma was kind of like inclined towards this paranormal, had like a little sense, a sixth sense, if you will. Um, never really any hard, concrete stories or like evidence with right, my family. Right. But I mean, it's always been in the back of my head. Right. And you think Laura might be a little sensitive too. I do. Yeah. After absolutely. all this stuff that happened. And, and after and, she told me about her ancestors, you know, too, and being a little bit sensitive, it, it kind of, it usually skips a right. generation and runs in certain families. Right. All right. So there was so the, the first uh, sign that Lauren was going to get played with. Yep. And then when we got there, of course, we met Kurt, really nice gentleman. Kurt Frick, he's uh, one of the owners of the, of the manor. And the first place he took us down to was what they call the nurse's wing and the shadow man hallway. And this was actually an addition to the building, and I unfortunately don't know exactly when the addition was added, and I don't think Kurt really does either. But he told us the story about the shadow man in this particular hallway. And if you'll remember, there were a couple rooms there, he said, that had stored and whatever he mean, meant by this, used coffins. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I'm not sure how you have a used coffin, but but he said they were in these doors that were locked. But he took us down to this hallway and from the nurse's station, the nurse's station is probably right in the middle of the hallway, I would say. Uh, if you turn left, you probably got, what, maybe 100 feet each way. Left, you go 100 feet. Right, you go 100 feet. But down at the end of the hallway to the left, there was an ottoman, um, kind of a soft, cushioned ottoman sitting there. And um, I don't but, mean to cut you off. I remember asking him, why is that there? Because it was in like a weird, odd spot. Yeah. And I was like, why is that there? And he's like, well, I'll get to it. Because I got, I got all these questions. And I always want to ask, like, what's going on? Let's get to the important right. stuff here. But he's, and, he, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he talked. He talked about how it's there so people can experience and, and be a little more comfortable down here because they think that that's a hot spot for some reason in that in that hallway there. And gave us a couple of stories. Yeah, he'd said several times to different investigations. It was usually females. Um, they would see this dark, shadowy figure, and it, a lot of times they'd be scared and they'd leave the hallway. But it, and several times uh, he said they had indicated it, it followed him. Yeah, and there were some like bouncy balls down there, and and I was like, well, why are these down here? Like, what, 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 what's the reason for that? And he answered that too. Yeah, he basically just said that people have had activity, so they'll bring things down there. Yeah, to see and they think that little girl would come down there and play, play with them, see if there's and, any interaction. Right, right. But uh, so, so he basically told that story to us, and then. We, we started to head down the opposite direction toward uh, what's called Room 7. But this is when you were kind of filming with your phone. Mm -hmm. And just kind of out of the blue, you said, hey, I just saw something go in front of my phone here. Right. And you re you rewound it and played the video. But it, it looked just like, I'll, I'll let you describe well, what that you was actually No, that was actually Grace's room. Oh, that's where you got. I yeah. thought you got no, that. No, no, no. That was in Grace's room. Remember, we were in Grace's room, and, and I stopped it for you guys because I said, "Hey," because that light went right across the screen. Yeah, yeah the white one. I and, beg your pardon. Yeah, you're right yeah, on that. You yeah. are right on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was Grace's room when when I was like feeling that vibe, and I was filming Katie and 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 Lauren, 
And that light just went flying right by. And I was like, did you guys see that? And you're like, no. And I stopped yeah. it right there. You're right. Thanks for jogging and, my memory. And, and played the, the video back. And Lauren was like, yeah. And, that, and and you were like feeling weird, I think, or something. Weren't you sweating? I was sweating. That's right. I was so itchy. Yeah, because remember you said that room was cool. Yeah. And, and, and she's a fit person right. she's a track star all right and she's not like out of shape like i am yeah. and if and if i'm sweating then that makes sense for some other people to be sweating we were comfortable comfortable and cool but she was i remember filming her so i'm like why are you sweating so bad and then you caught those scratches on my neck yeah yeah that was later yeah that was later was though later. Oh, the sweating okay, was okay. earlier and then it happened to you again later when it was yeah. dark after i sat in that oh, yeah. stupid wheelchair no you're I right so thanks for uh, jogging my memory there but kurt took us down to what's called room seven and he told us that uh, this is the room where the, the woman uh, was a patient. Well, before we got there, there, that's when he whispered into my ear, remember? No, that's when we went upstairs. Well, no, he told me downstairs. Oh. He said, when we go upstairs, he said, hold on, I'm going to tell you something before we keep going. And he goes, I'm going to tell you guys now down here. He told me downstairs okay. before we even went upstairs because he was wanting to tell us these stories and give us, I think, a lot of time between okay. him telling me that. So, yeah, he he told me. Something that was going so, to happen upstairs before we even continued. So as we were heading to uh -huh. toward room seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll tell basically a little bit later yeah. what uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. told you. Um, but he took us down to room seven and basically retold the story that I just told, how the woman would pull her hair out. She would stand in front of the mirror. But he also said that the door would kind of open and close on its own. So we had pulled the door shut, you know. And he, he also mentioned how um, investigators would stand in front of the mirror and a lot of times right. they would see what they thought was this woman behind yeah. them. We didn't spend much time in that room. Not a lot. Because it smelled really bad. Do you remember that? That it was did. like the did only room. It smelled like urine? Yeah. Yes. It smelled like, yeah. yeah it, it, that was Especially the, the closet. Yeah, that was like the only room that just smelled really, and I was like, guys, I don't want to be in this room. It, it smells bad. And as you think about it, the type of place it was, I'm sure there was a lot of accidents over right, the years. Right, and right, the right. Carpets are old, right. that kind of thing. But but yeah, he uh, he, he told us that story. And then, uh, basically, that's when we headed up to the mm -hmm. second floor. And um, I'm going to let him let you go ahead and tell what he told you about a certain room. But he didn't tell you which room. No, 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 no. He said, we're going to go upstairs. And he said, there's going to be a certain room. And he told me, he pulled me aside. So you, there's no way you guys could have heard what he told me. And, no, and not so at all. He said, we're going to go upstairs, and um, we're going to go into a room. And he goes, for whatever reason... Uh, women, females, they just get sick to their stomach or they don't feel good and they cannot be in that room for very long. I was like, okay. He goes, we'll see if it happens. Yeah, and then of we course, had two girls with us. I didn't know what he told you and neither did Lauren or right, Kate. Right, Yep. So then we head up to the second floor and you know, there's, there was a couple of rooms that really there were no stories to it that we just kind of passed by. But then he took us to Hank's room. And I mentioned Hank had a dislike for women. And had attacked some of the, you know, the help there before. But we're standing there, and I'm going to let you tell that story too, because you all of a sudden just kind of, you knew what was could happen, but you didn't know which. Well, room. I'll let Lauren tell it because it yeah. happened to her and Katie. So, yeah. but you start asking questions. Hey, why are you? Uh, well, yeah, holding your stomach. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you and I can go through the motions. So. Okay. We're standing in this room. Is Hank's room the first one to the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one, the one. Yeah, with the dresser that was yeah. in it, you know. And mm -hmm. so you and Katie were standing next to each other. Yeah. Larry was to my left. The the the, the tour guide was uh, to to where Larry was standing, and I'm filming. Remember, I'm filming. Yeah. Everything, and 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 I'm I'm panning around the room, and I come over right back to Lauren, and Lauren's like holding her stomach, like she's yeah. like she's got to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, I remember. And, yeah, and so I'm like like what what's wrong with you? What 
I, I just remember this like insane urge to vomit. Like I just wanted, I wanted to get out. I felt so sick and queasy. Like I, I had to get out of that room. Yeah. And then that's when I said, are you kidding me right now? Yep. And then you took us out in the hall. Yep. And you explained what, what uh, Kurt had told you. Yeah. And Katie was the same way. She, she didn't feel as bad. Didn't well, she say something about eating a bad salad? Yeah, remember at the, the, at, the, at the restaurant, uh, yeah. she didn't like the ranch dressing. Right, right, right. And she right, even said, right. that, well, maybe the ranch dressing didn't agree with me. <laughs> right, right, know? right. So they both of them didn't feel very good, but you really, really, really didn't feel good. You were sick. And then I think when we got outside the room, you were fine again. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just dissipated so quickly. <laughs> so basically what Kurt told you was that at some point when we entered that room, one of us, at least one of us, would have something, yeah. have an upset stomach. Yep. You know? And he was right. There you go. And that made a believer out of me that, at that point, you know. Um, well, I was a believer before that, but I'm always like, I want to believe some more stuff. And yeah. that, that's well, crazy. Right. Uh, of course, any place that charges an entry fee, you know, you right. kind of, you, you, you have to go in there with a little bit right, of skepticism, right, right, right. which we did. Um, but then after that, he took us down to Inez's room and he told us the story about, you know, how that she had hung herself, that type of thing. And the doll wasn't in the room, but he told us the story that I uh, briefly touched on a little bit earlier. Uh, about the possessed doll and what he said was that you know that we now keep it in a glass case down in my office but he said uh, most people don't want to hold it but if you want to hold it one of you you can right so i said well you know let's go see it we went down there and he's telling us this story and then he told us a story about another doll that was in the room that he was supposed to be a uh an actual uh, cursed doll that he did he uh purchased from Costa Rica, and he was holding it. And I'm figuring, you know, well, if you hold that doll, I'm, why, why can't you hold uh, what the doll they call I Am One? Um, so anyhow, I said, yeah, I'll hold it, and I did. You know, I didn't think too much nobody, about it. Nobody wanted to mess with the doll no, except no. for you. And well, I like, wanted to oh. give it a try, just see, right. kind of push the envelope a little bit, and uh, didn't think do much about Do you have pictures it. of that doll still? I do. Yeah, let, we need to post a picture we of that will. doll. We will, yep, and we'll post pictures of Lauren's neck, that type of thing. Um, but uh, so anyhow, I held the doll. And didn't think anything about it. But within 10 minutes of um, holding the doll, I decided to go up to the attic and place a tape recorder up there. And the attic steps were a little bit narrow. But after I put the recorder in the attic, uh, started to come down the steps. And I fell all the way down the steps, you know. Uh, well, luckily, I didn't break something, but I didn't, you know. But uh, but anyhow, and then there's a little bit more to this. Something that happened later that was kind of out of character for me. Do you remember him telling us the story about him falling down the steps when he? I, I, no, I'm I, I do, that. I do. I remember. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He's just, yeah. I was just coming down and I slipped down the steps because we weren't up in the attic very no. long either. And I, went, you? I went all the way down the yeah. steps. <laughs> I remember because I remember hearing a. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it could have been my clumsiness, but I kind of attribute it to uh, number one. So that was basically the end of our tour because after that, Kurt said, you know, you guys have free roam of the building and, and you guys can just have at it. And we did, you know, basically. So um, our investigation, we basically started down in the Shadow Man area. Yeah, because that's Larry's favorite thing. Remember, he loves the Shadow Man. He wants to see the Shadow Man. He's been in so many places where he thinks he's seeing the Shadow yep. Man. He's missed the Shadow Man. And I give him crap about it all the time, too. I'm like, you and this Shadow Man, you've got this infatuation with the Shadow Man. And we're not going to get into how many no. times you think you've seen no, him or no, might have seen there's him. There's really only been one time. I mean, okay. I've, I've seen right. shadowy figures. But That's a different story, but the, he, you love the Shadow Man. When we get to man. the Farrar, Farrar right. school story. You love the Shadow Man, though. Well, you want to see the shadow? Man. I've had so many people tell me about. <laughs> I've had so many people tell me about seeing him that right. uh, yeah, I'm, it's, it's a curiosity. And so that's it. why we started in that hallway. Yeah, 
And yeah. I don't remember. Did I go first? No, what we did was uh, we all stayed together in the beginning. And then we went down to the end where the ottoman was by the, the rooms that we talked about that had supposedly used coffins in them. But we finally were able to talk. And by the way, it's pitch black. Yeah, it's dark. That hallway is pitch black, and you really can't see from one end of the hallway to the other Except for the little the red light sign. of the exit mm-hmm. sign, yeah, but you yeah. could, but you couldn't read the exit. No, it just you could see the redness of it. I'm guessing it's probably like I said from the nurses' station, about a hundred feet each way. Yeah, left and right. Right, right, right. But when we got down there, you and I kind of were able to convince the girls that maybe just have them stay down there, just see if they felt anything. Because oh, that's right, you guys did go first. Yeah, because Kurt said that that the shadow man usually messed with women. Yep. So yeah, I remember that. All you right. guys said you would do it. I think you were both a little uneasy, yeah, but they grudgingly we did it together. You did. Katie was more nervous than you, I think. Yeah, she was really like she almost started crying at one point. She didn't was she? very nervous. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Well, then <laughs> the girls were sitting on the ottoman, and I remember because uh, we could see we had flashlights. We went down to the opposite end, down by room seven. So we're we're a good 150, 200 feet away from them, but we can see them with a flashlight. Well, we we were watching them through the infrared, but it wasn't filming. At that point, we hadn't started filming yet. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but we're we're watching them, and um, and I remember Kate and Lauren. Like Lauren was sitting to the left of Kate, and they kind of had locked arms. Uh, like uh, Kate's left arm was interlocked with Lauren's right arm, <laughs> and everything was going normal, fine. I would say until just out of the blue. Um, I'll let, let Lauren tell the story, but she kind of started feeling somebody playing yeah. with her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it just reminded me of whenever I was in like fourth grade and we got out of PE, we would have to sit in the line, like follow the leader or whatnot. And we would sit down to our teacher and they would play with your, like your hair. Like if a girl was sitting behind you, she'd braid your hair. She would ride on your back. And I started feeling that behind me. I was like, Katie, like, are you touching me? She goes, no, like I, you are holding both of my hands, but I felt people like pulling with my hair tie or like playing with the bottom of my ponytail, riding on my back, like lightly, like a fingertip. Yeah, and it was interesting watching those two because it was kind of like they were two little kids down there, like, what's going on? Like, Katie kept, like, she would just be like, I don't want to, what's going on? Are you okay? And we kept asking them, are you guys okay? And they're and, like, and, and Katie like, no! And Lauren's like, yeah, I'm fine, but I think, but I think someone's playing with my hair. And we're like, what? And you'll see when we post the photos, but Lauren has, has long hair, and that night your hair was in a ponytail, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then so finally it got to the point you guys asked if we would come down the hallway because yeah. it, it was getting pretty intense, I <laughs> it guess. It was. Yeah, they were just, they could not stop touching my ponytail and pulling strings out of my ponytail. And wasn't Katie doing like sort of a laughter crying type of she thing? Did. Like, yeah, she was a mixed emotion. She well, could not handle what was going on. Right. When we came down there and then finally shined a light on Lauren, we could see like the front of her hair. And, and her hair was like nice and neat before we left him. But, and we'll show this in one of our photos, but. The hair on the right side of uh, Lauren, her head, was pulled up. Uh And then uh, we shined the lights on that. And then when Katie saw that, then Katie kind of started laughing (laughs) and, like you said, crying at the same time. It was weird. Didn't make any sense, you know? But that was the first incident with something messing with Lauren, I would say, uh, other than the feeling you got up in Hank's room. But uh, so, anyhow, um, we kind of took note of that. And then uh, uh, that's when. Bonzi says, okay, well, why don't you guys go down the other end of the hallway? Take a break, and, right, right. And I'm going to sit down here, and let's see if anything happens to me. Right. And uh, so you were sitting on the, the ottoman by yourself for just a, a few minutes, and then we've got an EVP, or not an EVP clip, but we've got a, a piece of audio here that we're going to play for you. 
because you heard something that we didn't hear. Right. But we recorded it, and yeah. it sounds exactly like we, you said you heard. Was the recorder in that room, or was it on the floor next to the ottoman? The It was farther down, a little bit farther down the hallway. It was okay. about, I'm, I'm guessing, about 10 to 15 feet from you right. toward and us. And the way that hallway worked, there were like, I would say, what, four or five different rooms yeah. that went down the hallway. Yeah. There was like a classroom. There was like a like a game room. The closest room to you that was open was probably... 30 feet from you, maybe. Right. And then and, there was those rooms that were closed that, well, that the, were right next to the rooms where they had those quote-unquote old um, used, coffins. used coffins. I mean, <laughs> we literally sitting right next to it. But the one room that was open did have like objects in it. It like did. Toys and, t- and things like yeah. that. There was a ping pong table in there, wasn't there? There was. Yeah, yeah. there was a ping pong table in yeah. there with little... With, with, I remember there being little bitty baby boy shoes sitting on the ping pong, ta- ping pong table when we did the pre-invent, when it was light out. I remember seeing that going, what, what the heck is this now, stuff Now, I remember here? walking down the hall because I had the flashlight and when the girls and I walked down the hallway, there was nothing in the hallway. Okay. It was clear. Yeah, you're right. It was clear. There was nothing in the hallway. All right. Uh, we're going to play the clip? Yep. All right. I'm well, you can hear you guys it. hear that? Yeah. No. What'd you hear? The ball's moving, isn't it? What's that little white ball there? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what the f? No, wait, Auntie, could you not? That thing floats. It's a ping pong ball. That was not, that was there. not there. No. It was not. Was that there? That was there. That was there. That was there. That ping pong ball was That was not there. there. We should have had the camera down here. Well, we did. Where is it? Remember, it was filming, so we, we should know if that was there. Yeah. Oh, that was God, not man, there. I know that ping pong ball was there. Yeah. Dude, I heard that. It sounded like a... It sounded like a... No. Ping pong ball? No, like this. This exercise... When you shined your light, of course, it stayed. Yeah. We could see it. But before that, it was going around. Yeah, the light yeah, was going was around like too. this. It looked like a ball for me. Yeah. There's me no too. way that that should even look like this. We were standing perfectly still down there. All right, who's next? No. no. I will. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Who's next? No, no. Larry, I will. So let's play again right at the beginning. It's you a, hear, you it's hear the very that. beginning, yeah. Yeah, you hear it sounds like a ping pong ball being dropped right at the very beginning here. Yeah, and the thing about the ping pong ball when we when we picked it up, it was smashed on one side. Yeah, like somebody had previously stepped on it. So how would it roll or bounce? It couldn't. No, but it did. <laughs> and and what we were talking about there was from the other end down by room seven. We were looking toward you. There, the exit sign that you mentioned before that was above you, it's just a regular exit sign. Uh, it, it was going around. It looked like it was going around the wall in a circle. Now, I've seen hundreds of exit signs, and I've never seen one do that I know, but before. I just keep thinking my, your eyes are, it's like an illusion. Because I remember- It could have been, because I not, don't know I'm not gonna, I'm not going to disagree with you. Did you see it too? Oh, no, like I the, did too. Yeah, so the moving of the, I know, I, but I just, I'm again, I'm, I, I just, it had to be something with our eyes. The way that hallway was- and it's possible. It's possible, but it was know. just unusual. Right. But that's what we were referring to there, and we said it was going around and around. Um, so that was the second thing that happened then. So I said, well, okay, well, I'll, I'll sit on it. Let's see if anything happens while I'm down here. But I remember before the girl sat on the ottoman, I took my hand because it looked like it might be a little dirty, and I, and I dusted it off with my hand. And so there was nothing on it. So I sat down on the ottoman, 
And I shine my light before I sit down, and I notice there is like a, a brand, it looks brand new, shiny penny sitting on the ottoman. And I said, hey, did, did, there's a penny on the ottoman, you know? And, and you said, there's, or I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was like there's, there was nothing on it, you know? So you guys came back down and look, and, and you said, I know that was not there when I sat down on it. And the girls thought maybe change fell out of your pocket, but I remember from the restaurant, you left all your change there because you said, I don't like to carry change in my pocket. Right, and, I hate and you it. brought that up. I too, hate it. When the girls questioned So, again, that penny now, I remember that, too, because I remember thinking to myself, how did that penny get there unless Larry put it there? Because there was no way after no. you guys sat there and all that action was going on, moving around, and then my fluffy butt going down there and sitting on that thing, there's no way a penny would have stayed sitting on that ottoman. And so that's when Katie... I mean, she really started I wigging out. I think she excused out. herself after that. Like, I think she yeah. went to the kitchen because she, she did. was so terrified. She did. Yeah. 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 That was crazy. Well, then, then, actually, then, after you guys came down and looked at the penny, earlier, I found a, about the size of a tennis ball, a yellow ball. Uh-huh. And so we did have the video camera down by room seven. And what I did was, I thought, well, maybe somebody will kick this or trip over it. So I, I placed the ball in the corner, about three feet behind the video camera, right against the corner of the wall. And as I'm sitting down on the ottoman, all of a sudden you guys start kind of. I hear your voices raised a little bit, and you I said, forgot about this too. And you got and I've got the. I should have brought the video or the audio clip for this too. But uh, you guys start saying that ball's moving, and the yellow ball had rolled out from behind you guys in front of you about eight to ten feet. Was yeah. it me, you, and Katie behind the camera, or was it just me and you? I think it was just you and I. That was crazy. Yeah, no, it, it definitely rolled from behind us to in front of us, and we could see it moving. Because <laughs> you and I, whoever was with me, I, you don't think Katie was with us? Or no, she was in I the, think Katie was in the kitchen. Yeah, because I remember we were watching Larry through the, the infrared. infrared camera, so mm-hmm. we're really close to the camera, and the camera had to have been at least 10 to 12 feet away from the wall. Yeah, and you guys were standing behind the camera. Yeah, and the ball was behind us in that corner. And then you could see the ball in the camera. Like yeah. you could see it in front yeah, yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going, what? Well, yeah, yeah. That, and, yeah. You, and you freaked out, like ran down there. There's no way. <laughs> like, there wasn't. It just and, and we put the ball back in the corner and it stayed there the rest of the night. Right. Yeah. So, that was crazy. Yeah, it was I forgot crazy. about that. <laughs> so those, I mean, that was the, the Shadowman hallway. And I, we spent just a little time there. And I think. Well, do you want to wait to tell her story in the hallway or do you want to tell? Yeah, that's going to be next. Okay. That's next. Because we decided to take a little break. We went outside, took a little bit of a break. And when we were going to come back in, I remember, uh, I think the next week, the girls were going back to college. So Kate had to call her roommate. And you couldn't get uh, phone reception inside. So you and Kate yeah, went. Yeah, we went outside. You yep. went outside to, so Kate like could walk make a to phone the call. square. Like we had to walk all the way to the square to get phone reception. Yeah, it was, it was bad there. But so anyhow, uh, Lauren and I are in the, in the house or in the manor. And we decided to go back down to the Shadow Mount hallway and just kind of out of the blue, and we're going to post a video clip of this, but just out of the blue, I said, you know, man, I wish I'd had my video camera running when all that happened with your hair being pulled. And you, and Kate, or, or Lauren just right away said, well, I don't mind doing it again. And I said, really? And she said, no. Which you later told me, that seemed a little unusual for Lauren to volunteer to do that. Yeah. Didn't you think, I mean, what you because you were kind of scared at yeah, first I and mean, creeped like, out. When I was first, at, like I had no... Like, I, I was scared. Katie and I were, like, terrified. But then when Katie left, like, I had, like, this rush of calm. And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Like, I, I'll, I'll do it myself, which is kind of out of my personality. I would never do that normally. Yeah. So she goes down and sets on the autumn again. So I'm down at the other end looking through the infrared. And I, I zoom in on her a little bit, about, you know, about half power zoomed in on her. And um, we're talking. 
And then I see this shadow moving around behind Lauren, and I couldn't tell if it was her or something else. So I zoomed in even farther, and I said, Lauren, are you, can you move? And she did. She moved around a little bit, and then I could see it was her shadow. Because I didn't want to say beforehand, there's a shadow behind you, and maybe it'd be something, you know. But I told her what I, what I was doing, and I said, I zoomed in on you. And then all of a sudden, she starts talking again about feeling her hair being played with. Yeah. And I'm watching her through the viewfinder, and when she said that, you know, hey, Larry, I think my hair's being played with again, I zoomed, on, zoomed in on her really tight. And it probably maybe another 30, 40 seconds, um, she continues to feel her hair being pulled. Then all of a sudden, her head violently snaps back, and she yelled, you know, not yell, but she said, something just pulled my hair, and that's when I went down to the hallway. But we caught that on video, but it's a violent, you know, like her head's just really, like somebody yanked her ponytail backwards. Yeah, like when you're playing soccer, and then a girl just like yanks your ponytail, and you fall to the ground, that's how hard somebody pulled my ponytail. Yeah, and it... In uh, the video, you it's, it's big time. Yeah. I mean, it's big time just... Ah, and it kind of like went back and like tilted to the side. It was really weird. Yeah. And yeah. I, at first, when I came back in, I didn't believe it because you, you were like, oh my God, so, something just happened to Lauren. Something just happened. I'm like, what, 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 what? Because I'm like, I go into like daddy mode. Like, and I go into like, you know, hey, uh, um, you know, what's going on? I want to protect these, you know, people that, that work for me, you know, right. especially when, you know. You don't, you don't want to get sued. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, what happened? What happened? And then you stopped the video and you you showed us the video and you, we brought it into the kitchen and, and uh, I'm just watching it. I'm like, I'm like, really? Yeah. Really, Lauren? No, but like, if you think about it, what, like Larry mentioned earlier, the woman at the end of the hallway in room seven, she had that, I wouldn't say fetish, but she had that compulsion to pull her hair. She pulled all of her hair out. And, um, our tour guide had said that she had beautiful long locks, like blonde, like just like my hair. So, I mean, maybe she was jealous. Maybe she didn't like my hair. I don't know. But And we didn't think of that right away. We, we, a little bit later in the night, we thought, well, what about the woman in room seven? Could yeah. it be her that's doing this, you know? Um, but yeah, but uh, it's probably one of the best video pieces we've ever gotten. Oh yeah, you know yeah. by far. Yeah. So then I think, um, um, I guess we took a, a short break right after that. Oh yeah, we, thought, we all we went had, outside. We better all we of better, us went out there. Yeah. We better get out of the house a little bit. So anyhow, then we take maybe fifteen minute break. We come back in. And, and by the way, Larry's in like full let's keep going mode, and I keep having to like slow things down. I'm like, look, let's just take a break. But Larry's like, no, let's go. This is active. This yeah, because you, I think you could tell because you were you were in a very active place, and that a, excites you. On a lot of investigations, like right off the bat, things will start happening. You think, man, this is going to be a great night, and then just all of a sudden, everything stops. Right, you right, know? right. So right. you want to get it while you can. That's right. the only reason I, I just kind of want to go full force, but. So anyhow, we come back in and we decide to head to the second floor. And we'd been just kind of walking around, kind of getting our feel of the lay of the place, you know. And we're walking around and Kate and I are about, I'd say, 20 feet in front of you and Lauren. You're kind of trailing behind us. And we're walking and all of a sudden um, we hear, Kate and I, I should say, hear what sounds almost like some, like somebody kicking a door I mean, with, with force. And we say, did you guys hear that? And... You guys didn't, but uh, when I said, or before I even said, did you guys hear that? I asked Kate, I said, did you hear that? And she said, yes. But anyhow, you guys didn't. But when I was going through audio, I found a couple of EVPs right after we heard the sound. And that's what you're going to play next. Explain what that is. Well, again, I, I asked Kate if she heard it. She said yes or yeah. 
And I think that first whisper voice that you hear is either saying no or go. Yeah. And then what follows next is a voice that says, well, Kate, you're not going to go prove it. I swore up and down that was me. No, but on the hear, you can hear you guys down the hall behind yeah, us. Yeah, I know. And that's that's so sketchy. Yeah, isn't that weird? I, d- I don't know if I ever heard that one. Yeah. See, that's you guys down I know, the hall. That's me and Lauren in the background at the very end, but that other voice is right there. <laughs> you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it says, go or no? I think go. Yeah, I do too. You're not going to go prove it. And it's two <laughs> it's two different voices. It's one, like a one, female yes. and then a male that's older. Right. <laughs> and, and the go almost sounds like, get away from here, you know, like yeah. trying to maybe. Like a warning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Kate's ever heard that. I don't think she has either. I don't think she has. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, so that was the set that we just had been up to the second floor. And then we decide to go to Grace's room, which... You know, we really hadn't spent much time in there. And we were kind of standing around a little bit. And then uh, her wheelchair is still in the room, her personal wheelchair, and her sunglasses are in there. Oh, her reading glasses are in there, Reading too. glasses, yeah. yeah. Remember, yeah. I kept making fun of those reading glasses. The prescription yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prescription, right. And all of a sudden, you decide, well, I want to sit in her wheelchair. And you did, you know. And I never do that crap. No. And you... I don't know, you weren't there, you weren't in her wheelchair maybe a minute at the most. Right. And you said, man, I just don't feel right doing this, yeah. you know? And I don't know what it made me do it, but I, I thought, well, I'm going to try it too. So I sat in her wheelchair as well. And then like you said, you just feel like you're doing something wrong. Like you're disrespecting yes. that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we get, I get out of the wheelchair too. So we're standing around kind of talking, maybe deciding what we're going to do next. And then that's when all of a sudden, uh, Lauren gets really, really hot. And she's not feeling well. So I'll let you describe. Yeah, sure. So I had a history of syncope, which is like passing out. So I kind of had those like onset of symptoms. I felt lightheaded. My extremities start to get like a little numb, tingly. I started sweating. And I told Bondi, I was like, I really don't feel well. And I think you were recording at that time or somebody had a camera at that time, panned it to me. And I just have, I didn't feel any of it. I had a red like fingernail marks going down the side of my like right side of my neck as if like my sister had gotten mad and scratched me like a like a cat honestly had a hole scratched on the length of my neck well right after you started feeling sick then bonnie says well let's you know and, and again grace's room was one of the cooler rooms in the in the place and we decided to go back down to the kitchen where there was a window air conditioner. it was really cool in the kitchen so we go down there and i'd taken a couple photos of of um, of lauren and when we get down there, I just happened to notice um, Lawrence, I think it was the, the the right side of her neck I noticed first, there were red marks going down her neck. And then when I looked on her left side, there were also red marks, like somebody had taken their fingernails and scratched both sides of her neck. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that was just really kind of intense there because all of a sudden she gets sick, she gets hot, and none of us were feeling hot or anything. It felt fine in there. Yeah. You know? The the only thing I remember from there was like when you said you weren't feeling good. I when I put the camera on you, you were just sweating yeah. so bad, and that's why I told Larry. I said I think we need to maybe get out of here. And again, I don't think Larry, I mean, necessarily liked leaving the room because again, something's happening there. Yeah. But I just didn't want something to go wrong with you. And then I'm glad we did leave because when we get down in that kitchen area and she's got scratches on yeah. her, she didn't feel any of that. No, I, and you would think like with the like extremity, like it, it was bad. It looked like yeah, they were yeah, almost yeah. bloody, but yeah. I, had, I had no feeling, no sensation. Yeah. And I we'll post photos of those too. We've got uh, a little bit of uh, evidence we can show. Um, so then again, we decide, well, or you decide, let's go outside a little bit, you know, and let, let 
to calm down, cool down a little bit. And um, I don't know. Kate sort of got quiet after you know after all this stuff started happening. You know, yeah, she, she was nervous for sure. Yeah, Katie was definitely nervous the entire night, but she started getting really quiet. I think, and I don't know if I ever told Larry this, and maybe I, I'm wrong because you 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 were closer to Katie than mm-hmm. I was. But I just kind of get the feeling that Katie didn't want to be there anymore. No, like, she, and, but she didn't want to speak up. Sure. I really and I and I thought about this a lot. Like I could just, and I think she didn't want to speak up because we drove six hours, six you know, to hours, do this. Yeah, and we're interns, right? So and and yeah, and I and, and Katie, I I just was getting that vibe. She doesn't want to either not be there. She doesn't want to go anywhere else because she was getting creeped out really bad. Yeah, she was spending a lot more time when we were doing other investigations, like in the safe room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, going back to something I said earlier, I think I think it boils down to um, the interns thought it would be fun and didn't expect anything to happen. Right, right. But, but things do. Yeah. Yeah. So we go outside, you know, take a little break and um, we decide to come back in and then, but you were concerned uh, because I, I remember sort of the conversation, but you were saying more or less, um, Hey, things have been like, it first started out with, you know, there's upset stomach, but things have progressed where it's getting a little bit more intense or, you know, personal. And you thought, well, you were asking, do you think we should go home? And again, we talk about this later, but not that night. Um, out of character for me, I mean, I just basically snapped at you and was upset that you would want to leave. You know, and I, I can't remember the, all of our conversation that night, but it got to the point where I just decided I'm just going to go up to the attic and cool off. You know, right? But uh, it was just really out of character because I mean, I just basically snapped. Yeah, and I, and we've done a lot of these together. Yeah, uh, the Sally House. We left. Uh, we, yeah, we, left. We, we 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 drove there. Stuff started getting serious, dangerous, if yeah. you will. Um, risky, and we left without even doing any investigating. Right, and Larry was was fine, was with, fine it. with it and agreed that that was the best thing to do. And I agree with you too. I mean, always right, right, the right, right. Safety of the team is the most important thing. Right, but that night, I remember Lauren and and Katie. After you snapped, they were like, "What just happened?" Because. I, I, they don't know you as well as I do. Yeah, but you're not, he's not that he type of so person. He's so mild mannered. Like <laughs> he, he's soft spoken. He's just sweet. And that conflict was so out of character. Yeah, there were some things that were said yes. that were pretty pretty brutal. So we kind of. I think it was one thing I said. I said, "Okay, we're you're done." I, I think I told him, "You're done. If you walk away, you're done." And he was like, "Fine." Right. And, I, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that just really happened." <laughs> and then we started. I mean, I think it was days after um, we started wondering. You know. Everything was fine until you held that doll. You know, not me, you. Yeah, no, yeah. No, don't be no, talking about the doll. I mean, no, 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 no. Until I held the doll. Yeah, right. So maybe there was something to the story about the doll. You know. Well, maybe there was something too that it seriously started low key, and it started getting more and more and more active, and more and more and more active. And who knows what was influencing you? What was influencing Lauren? Um, you know, the whole, I think the whole time again. With me being the protector, I think what might have been influencing you guys knew, hey, uh, he's he's more worried. He's not going to be paying attention to us right now or whatever's in the house. He's paying attention to everybody else. You're always, you know, ready to take in whatever. She obviously was something that they was focusing on. Yeah. And Katie, I think, was already scared anyway. They were like, well, we're not going to mess with her. She's already terrified anyway. <laughs> and the thing about Lauren you mentioned to me, too, was that after all the things that had happened to her, she's, I mean, while we were there... She was comfortable and seemed to be okay. Yeah, like you wanted to keep going. Yeah. I know. Strange. 
Yeah, it was. Very weird. But things changed. But it, it was almost like, you know, the, you put the frog in the pot of water, you slowly turn up the heat. But that's kind of what it was kind of just progressing. It was right. And it took you a while, I think, to come calm down, too, afterwards. I mean, like, yeah. we didn't talk all the way home. And that's not typically, again, well, like, like you no, and the, I. The weird thing was, you, you, this trip was six hours. And we've done six-hour trips before. But I'm awake the whole time. You're right. This night, you had to take over driving. Yeah. Because you never, I was just ever, exhausted. Yeah. 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 You were. Yeah. You were spent. Yeah. Yeah, I was. And I spent about an hour up in the attic, and Kurt had talked about how a lot of things that happened in the attic, I mean, it's like people just felt weird. They heard things up there. I didn't hear anything. The attic actually felt like the most comfortable place in the whole house. Was there anything for you at Malvern other than those stories, obviously, that we've talked about and we've gone through that really stood out to you, maybe with us or with Katie or anything about the house that... You know, you want to share with with anybody? So probably not about the house, but we do have like a ritual of when we exit a house. That's what Larry was explaining. Like you exit with your your face towards the the premise, and then you back out, and then you do rose water or whatnot. But just so you know, what what is that for, Larry? Just to like prevent them from attaching the, to you. The rose water. Uh, we've talked about the psychic before, but she explained to me that rose water. Uh, negative things don't like the smell of fresh roses. So by spraying rose water on you, it kind of, it's like a deterrent. Sure. Um, she said you back out because again, negative type entities, she claims, and, and you know, my faith in this particular psychic, uh, she claims that negative things only can attach from behind. But one thing's always bothered me about that statement a little bit. Well, you're walking through this house all night. Why couldn't they attach you yeah, earlier sure. in the night? You know. But she says, no, it's when you're exiting the property, you leave, and you're actually supposed to say that they need to stay there. They right, can't right, come right. with you. you know? sure. But like, so like going off of that, so we took all the precautions to ensure that no demon, no spirit, no ghost, whatever you want to call it, attached to us. But the week after, I was back in Edwardsville. I was back at college. I swore that for a week I saw a shadowy figure every night, every night. And I stayed with my boyfriend every night because I was terrified to be by myself. And he couldn't attest every night. I would be like, Ben, there is something in that corner. Like there is a shadowy man in that corner. He goes, Lauren, like it's- Are you serious? Why didn't you ever tell me this? Because that's freaky. Well, you haven't seen Did she tell it. you this? No, but it, you, actually she's just come back to the radio station this year from school. So we haven't really had yeah, a chance to Yeah, we've talked before her. that though. Freaky. Yeah. Well, and really? I yeah. Think- and you probably didn't think he would believe you. No, I mean, so Ben is more like Bonzi, more skeptic, and yeah. he, he really didn't believe me. And the thing is, the room was completely pitch black, like blackout curtains. There's no light to be in there, so you can't really differentiate a shadow from anything because there's no light to be cast so, a shadow. So, But I saw a shadowy figure. So what you saw was darker than the yes. darkness. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the same thing I told you. Remember, when we, we'll talk about this later when we get on to the Farrar <laughs> School but that's exactly what I saw at the Ferrar school. Are you Something jealous was... that, she, that she's seen the shadow man and you haven't? I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, we've got a couple more clips, Ooh, too. And this is what we found afterwards. Yes. Right. Yeah. Again, when I go through the audio, uh, start reviewing the evidence after we get back. Um, again, remember, before we play these, Kurt had told us how Grace would mimic voices of right. people. This sounds like, these two different clips sound like somebody making up a voice or mimicking somebody. Um, so yeah, go ahead and play it. Go ahead. I think it's a, a voice saying, where are you? At a high pitch. Where are you? Exactly. Yeah. And where was that recorded at? Uh, that was down. We recorded it downstairs in that. I don't know what he called it. That remember that room that was down there. It had some pictures of 
I don't know the the original builder of the right, house that kind right. of thing. That's where my recorder was. And both of these clips, we none of us were around the recorders at all. This is these are EVPs that you found later on reviewing right. evidence. So we didn't hear anything no, that night. As no, far as voices. no, I didn't hear any voices either that night. Did you hear anything either? No, not no. that I can remember. All right, next clip. Yep. What do you think that is? I think it's a, uh, someone saying, hey, do you hear me? So you can hear us in the background a little bit, yeah. I think, in the room chattering. But that high-pitched voice stands out. And it's similar to the previous one you played. What do you think it says? Lauren? Yeah, I, I think it says, do you hear me at the end? I think it says, do you hear that? It could. Now, I, I was going to say that as well. You could say either hear me or that. I, I hear a little of both. Either way, we shouldn't be hearing any of that. No, <laughs> That's what I'm no. saying. <laughs> and that's the kind of place, too, that I've... I've I've talked to investigators that will sleep at places. They'll just let their equipment do, you know, do their work for them. But that's not the kind of place I don't think I would. I don't think I would want to sleep in that place. I don't know? think I would either. You know, <laughs> I don't ever think I would want to let my guard down. Right, at exactly. Because you're not in control when you're sleeping. Right, I don't right, think right. My guard could come down in a place like that. Like I was just so high, like th- attentive. I think your guard did come down in that Maybe place. A I really bit do. The- yeah. I think I don't know if her guard came down. I think whatever you know, like we talked about earlier with her being sensitive. I think maybe she's never been to something like that, and whatever she has going on with her, and this is something that you'd said too right after that that house or that place or whatever was there kind of turned the light switch on, if you will, yeah, for her and that part of her life. And again, I, I, I alluded to that psychic, but one of the things she told me was is once you open the door to the other side, it's not as easy to close again as it was right. to open. So. You know, being sensitive, I, I'm not sensitive. I couldn't tell you if there was a spirit sitting on my lap. But somebody like Lauren or people that do have sensitivity, I think they're even more so open to it than than someone like me. Would they, you go on one again? Absolutely. Would I you think go so. back to Malvern? Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that, but no, I'd go to a different house. Yeah. You go somewhere else. You think yeah. Katie would go? You think Slugger would go? Absolutely not. I don't think she would either. I don't either. I don't yeah. think Slugger would want anything to do with that. <laughs> I thought, like you said, she's going to be all fun and games, and then it was done and over with. So, right. That is Malvern Manor, ladies and gentlemen, uh, season two, episode one. And Lauren, thank you so, so much for being here. Loved rehashing it with you guys. We love uh, hanging out with you. We're going to be ho- posting those pictures and videos on the podcast page. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, The Paranormal Pursuit Podcast. Uh, you can follow us there to get all of the EV cli- uh, EVP clips. We're going to post photos on there too. Facebook a little more easier to interact with uh, than our than our podcast page, and we're working on that right now. Okay, we're working on that. So, Lauren, be safe, and when we go on another one, we'll let you know. Awesome. Sound good? Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as Bonzi and I once again pull the string and unravel more mysteries of the paranormal. Until next week, happy hauntings.
You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.